0: Hello there. Welcome to the Fullerton Free Podcast. My name is Blake. I'm joined here with Cassie, and we are just going through uh, kind of a discussion of this week's sermon on Ephesians 3, uh, 14 through 21.
1: Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So, we finished off chapter three. Specifically, these verses are a, a long prayer that Paul kind of pauses and he writes and prays for these people and that they might know more about uh, just what it means to be empowered by the Spirit and to actively seek Jesus. And so. Um, this kind of closes out the first section of the book of Ephesians that is more specifically about uh, being a part of the body of Christ and the awe and wonder of, of who Jesus is. And then in, in chapters 4 through 6, it kind of moves into more of a practical uh, specifics on, on how to do this. And so uh, it was nice to kind of close out chapter 3 with a beautiful prayer that's super encouraging.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Paul is praying for strength for these people that they can understand the love of God and it's almost like he's establishing that prayer so that he can move into the the second half of his letter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and if you guys remember if you listened in on our our sermon this past Sunday, Darren has actually already preached on this specific passage before uh when we are talking about kind of the vision pillars for our church. And so it was it was neat to hear that again and and, and once again just kind of recalibrate and focus what our church is all about, and it's so grounded in scripture that it's about being empowered by the Spirit to actively know that we are loved fully by Jesus, and may that propel us into action, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: and uh, we're going to call up two of our friends who are on staff, that's Cody and Becca, and they both run the junior high um, ministry. Absolutely,
1: they do. Yeah, so we're going to give them a call, and we'll chat with them right now. Hello there. Hello. Welcome to the Fullerton Free Podcast. We're happy to have you guys. Happy to be here. Well, uh, we would love just to chat with you and, and uh, have our listeners get to know you guys a bit more. So, uh, would you maybe just share with us uh, what you guys do on staff, kind of what brought you to staff, and yeah, a little bit about yourselves?
2: Sure thing. Love to do that. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Becca, and I have been going to Fullerton Free since I was a wee little lassie. Um, started going there when I was two years old, but I didn't start working then there because I'd be legal. I've been on <laughs> staff just short of two years, and I am the Associate Shepherd of Junior High Ministries. Um which basically means I hang out with middle schoolers all the time.
0: Very cool.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, we would love to know, what is your favorite thing about working with junior hires?
2: Ooh, I I love their joy and how, um, I don't know if they know it, but they're so unabashedly strange. And that makes <laughs> me happy. I think that's my favorite thing. Always <laughs> laughing with them.
1: That's awesome. awesome. Well, uh, if Cody is there, we'd also love to hear from Cody and kind of what brought him to Fullerton Free and what he does on staff. Uh, If Cody were here, he would
3: tell you. uh, I'm the junior high shepherd, and I've been on staff now for six years. Uh, Yeah, actually, May. Wow. Wow, I just had my six-year anniversary. Congrats. Congratulations. Nobody even sent me a card. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, I've been on staff for six years. Uh, I started working here in junior high ministry right out of college, which is really fun. Um, And I've been attending uh, Foolish and Free probably since I was in junior high pretty regularly. Mm. So it's been home for a long time. It's fun to get to work at home can I just for one second acknowledge the weirdness of Becca holding a phone to my face while looking (laughs) me directly in
0: the eyes (laughs) is that not how you usually call or yeah yes
1: (laughs) Becca (laughs) listens in on every call (laughs) um (laughs) I think our listeners would love to hear a a bit about your love story aka when did you guys meet and tell us a bit about that journey (laughs) uh
3: it uh, possible to really capture such a saga? And oh unsure. my
0: gosh. Uh, <laughs> Episode one.
3: <laughs> yeah, this will be a multiple parts. <laughs> uh, Becca and I met, uh, I first saw Becca or noticed her in fifth grade when she threw a basketball or a dodgeball? Basketball at my head. Oh. I just recently transferred to her elementary school uh, and that kicked off what would be a loving relationship Wow. Uh, I asked Becca to be my girlfriend in fifth grade because my friend Jeremy told me that uh, Becca liked me, which was not true. Becca liked Jeremy, but when Jeremy asked her, <laughs> she said, "She said I like Cody to throw him off the track." But she was too embarrassed to say no to me when I asked her. To be my girlfriend. And uh, uh, grew to love him. Yes. <laughs> Identified with her captor. Broke up in junior high. Uh, And then we started
0: dating when we were 15 in high school, and we wanted to be more 100%. mature. Obviously,
3: yeah, we we took some time, like really worked on ourselves.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs>
2: this time, I actually liked him back, so it was
0: Good. better
1: all around. <laughs>
3: She saw me in that Speedo, and she, she swooned.
1: Context, good did water polo. It's not... Thank you. I think, I think I need a little context on that. Yes, I think we all do. So you guys have been together, I mean, uh, basically since fifth grade, but more seriously since 15 years old. Correct. That is... 13 years. Amazing. Wow. And then I believe that you guys just had a wedding anniversary as well. Is that correct?
2: We did. Our six-year wedding anniversary.
1: Oh Well, congratulations. That's awesome.
3: I guess congratulations are in order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, hey, we'd also love to hear, uh, what is your favorite thing about working together on staff? I know that's a, a question that people might have of you guys working so closely together. What is a highlight for you guys in that?
3: I think for me, because we work together, we never fight because everyone, <laughs> someone's always watching us.
1: Oh, that's uh, good.
3: That's good. Also, don't listen to that. Uh, probably, maybe even for me, like a deep sense of insecurity that I'm not measuring up to my wife's standards. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> two out of two. two, I out of
3: two. Love that. All right, uh, this, is, this is a serious one this time. I enjoy working with Becca because um, I've always thought she like thrived in shepherding people and, and loving people well. And so it's really cool to um, see her shepherd and love a group of students that I've been working with for a long time now and really mm-hmm. love myself. And then to see her just kind of thrive and really care for people. And then it's, it's done a lot for us to focus us on what we do. And it feels like doing something that you feel called to do is really nice, yeah. but doing something that you feel called to do alongside someone else mm-hmm. um has a like it's really fulfilling and feels like you know just really like a blessing that Beck and I can mm. can do what God has called us to do together and be united in that purpose um it's it's a gift really not many people get to do it and um it's super fun and there are weird days but there are also just like you know who wouldn't want to lead a backpacking trip with 15 middle school students with their wife, right?
0: Right.
1: I can probably think of a lot. So you guys are uniquely, (laughs) uniquely called, and I think that's awesome and so cool you guys get to do it together. Also,
3: I'm her boss, so that's
1: nice too. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Well, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) Becca, do you want to add anything? (laughs) Uh, You did. You covered all the bases. But also, I don't know, I get to go to work with my best friend every day fun. Which is who? Cassie. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Speaking of Cody. (laughs) No, of course, Cody. That's awesome. That's right. That's who we're talking about here. No, I think,
2: I mean, similar to Cody, just feeling called to the same thing is Mm. really, really cool and really fulfilling. And then also, like, I feel like I'm learning from an expert every day. And I just love how
1: Cody sees the
2: world so differently than me, which sometimes is hard. Yeah. But ultimately it's so cool to just see how God uses him in a very different way mm-hmm. from me. Um and we get to laugh every day.
3: That's together. awesome Like a good friend once told me, you gotta
1: live, laugh, love. <laughs> I think I've seen that on a kitchen wall before. That's Sorry, I'm, I'm in so. a weird mood this morning. <laughs>
0: yeah, this morning it's okay, you know. It's me all, all <laughs> um how about Church, how has that been for you guys? I mean, we've been asking everyone this question because it seems like everyone has a different answer of like uh, turning on the TV maybe and trying to watch a sermon, trying to worship. What has worked for you? What has been weird? I don't know. Unpack that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think it's more weird than normal, which Mm -hmm. I think is a good thing. Like we're so we have a housemate that lives with us who's also on staff. Um, And all of us are very like in-person relational people. So to sit Mm -hmm. in front of a TV, it's it's very strange and it's definitely different, but it's been a good stretching experience to try to discipline yourself to like engage in a new way and still hear God's truth in a new way. I think the weirdest part for me has been worship. I, sitting in a living room, I'm like, I can't just like yep. sing and lift my hands, but can I? My dog's watching me. Right. And there's people walking by. So and it's been strange. It's definitely not, you know, more more strange than normal. But mm. there's obviously been good in it too. Yeah.
3: Um I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um it's I think the, the downside like the nice part of, of being able to there's 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 good and bad so the good part is like we get to know that when we're tuning in to watch something that's live like yeah. we're still in a sense joining in with other people and like especially the first few weeks like that was so cool to realize like we're we're together in no
0: less way than we would be if we were in the same building yeah, the only difference right. is I
3: could see someone so I mean I guess there is a less way but we're still together so that part was really cool like felt unified mm. um it it is a little tough and challenging, like when when the the image or or picture of what church normally is um, is now a screen, and I watch it like a movie. and yeah. I, there's commentary on it, like we watch a movie, like which feels has like a weird kind of vibe to it. Um, what's been good in this season is that um, I think at least for me, I was thinking about this when you sent the questions over because we were prepared.
0: Very good. <laughs>
3: uh, like my my like my belief has been that worship is not simply just music and singing and worship is something mm. that like we do with all of our lives, but no more has this been tested in the season because right. like I, I now like worship is my praise and adoration and my gratitude for God in any season. And like, I don't want to sing at home and I, and I have it cause it just feels weird for me. So that's my confession. So, like, if it's not singing, like, worship is my gratitude to God for, like, the small things. So, like, when people have come over and sat on our front lawn or brought Mm -hmm. us something or we've been able to go to someone's house and, like, drop something off, like, those are grateful moments that I have that, like, feels like it's reorienting my heart towards, like, what real real and, like, worship should be outside of just, like, singing. And so because I don't have the opportunity to sing my praise, like – My praise has to be something I live out all the time, which has Mm. been really nice. So in that sense, it's been a good reminder. Mm. So that's my answer.
1: Yeah, I I love hearing that and hearing your each unique but also shared struggle of this is a weird season. And um, I I think I think it was last week in the sermon or maybe it was a week prior, but of us kind of just realizing We have to kind of break apart what we thought church was. And we obviously know, like we know that church isn't a building, but it's weird how dismantling it is to sit in front of a screen and feel like that's church. And so it's it's cool hearing how unique ways you're learning how to worship and engage with church. Um, How has that been? Um, I mean, it sounds like that was more from the personal side. With you guys working with junior hires, what do you see as their biggest struggle of their understanding of church at this time? Uh, I think they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're good. They, they don't need me. <laughs> Much like everyone else, they seem to
3: be weathering this pretty well. They adapted instantly. You know, know. Seasonal
2: depression.
3: <laughs> anxiety.
0: Good, good. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. Moving on.
2: No, I think one of the big things that we see is just... Like, their whole life and understanding of church and connection and who God is is, like, in person and relational. Mm-hmm. And so, I've had a couple of students reach out and just be like, I don't even know how to connect to God when it's not, like, with people in person. Like, I try to yeah. do devotions on my own. And I try to, like, go to, you know, virtual things. But just feeling this, like, like, the rug's been pulled out from under them yeah. for what they know about yeah. connection and engaging with God and engaging with community. So I think that's been one of the main struggles that I've heard of from Mm. some of our students. Yeah. I can see
1: that.
0: It's it's really like, I know we're all basically saying this, but it's testing us a little bit of like what we've always said. Like, yes, church isn't a building. And we all kind of like roll our eyes. Oh, well, of (laughs) course, church isn't a building. But like, what does that mean when we can't even meet? What does that mean when... We're actually having to sit down with our Bibles and teach ourselves in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. and we can still listen to sermons, but it's really holding us accountable to what we've always said to be true. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. So we've been going through Ephesians as a church, and I'd love to hear... Uh, as we closed out chapter three with this, uh, long prayer, I would love to hear if there was anything that stood out to you guys, anything that was really encouraging or maybe convicting or something that just like a nugget that stuck out to you. Um, would love to know from either of you.
3: Sorry. It's really hard for me not to answer the first time with a joke. It's just kind of my (laughs) ammo. You can do this. (laughs) I can do this. Come on. I can do this. um, I was, uh, so in true, uh, Cody Stavert fashion, I was like half tuned in, half mm-hmm. tuned out on mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, it was, I was thinking back this morning, like, and I had to go back and like rewatch it to kind of really think through like what was, what was impactful. And I was right. reading the passage and, um, what I really appreciated was the, the reminder by kind of understanding this prayer of like aligning ourselves mm-hmm. to God's purposes um, as we pray so uh, I think at one point Darren had mentioned something about like viewing God as like a wish granting machine or like going to God to get the things we want for ourselves and it's a simple enough like message that we know but it was I think good in this time because there's so many things that I want right now mm-hmm. like in this season I want to be able to see people as regularly as possible like I want to have things as normal and, like I think it's hard for people to sit in that time period when they when they don't get the things that they want. And we could say that all the time, but especially now, it's like you literally can't have the things that you want because yeah. there's a bigger picture at stake. And so at least for me, understanding that prayer of like aligning myself to the 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 God's purpose in the season doesn't mean asking God to remove me from where what I'm feeling or any of that. It it means just like trusting that God's doing a work in the church in us and his spirit is moving despite whatever I might see in the culture. And my position is not to like it, my position is to like seek to be aligned with his spirit and what God's doing and ask for Mm. like me to pray for like, even in the sense of like the good that's coming, like we don't get to meet in person, but God is in many ways like tearing down our false notions of what church actually is and allowing us to like, Aligned to his purposes of church that maybe we've strayed from, which is a really cool thing for me. Mm. So that's what I think stood out mm. part of me.
0: That's cool. <laughs> I love that.
2: Yeah, I honestly, the same thing really struck me. I, I they're so similar. Sorry, Cody made a face, <laughs> but no one can see that, but me. Um, yeah, this, the past couple weeks, I've just felt kind of like I hit a wall in prayer and kind of just stopped praying because I just – I I didn't know what to do. And mm. it's crazy because I know in my head I'm like, yeah, like every season you're a different person. Every season you're going to engage with God differently. Like this mm. season is wildly different from anything you've experienced. Of course, your conversations with him are going to be different. But I just felt really stuck and I just felt really like apathetic towards yeah. – like, spending time with God in prayer these past couple weeks. And so to, one, have, like, a full passage and message just, like, (laughs) prayer, this is prayer, you need to be praying, Um, and then to see the model of how Paul prays was really good. And um, specifically, like you said, Cody, with praying in alignment with God's will, I was just struck with how, like, shallow and self-centered or small, small scale, like my prayers typically are. And Mm. especially during this season, kind of like you were saying, Cody, like praying for like the small temporary relief or praying for comfort Mm. for people, which again, God can do. And that is like in alignment with his will, but not stepping back in the humility to be like, God, what is your will for right now? Like where am I missing what you could be doing? Just because I haven't been pausing to ask and, Part of it too that Darren is saying with the humility piece of it too, like humbly coming before God, like in a posture of humility, and be like, okay, God, like I don't know what's going on and I I don't know your will, so I need to literally like wait on you and be humble before you and see what you have for this season that is out of what I could even imagine and out of what my will would be for this season because God knows it's not his will.
1: I love that, thank you guys for your reflection on on this really I don't know it, it's so interesting how we can kind of glaze over the big prayer passages and some of the letters uh but yet how uniquely timed this one is. I feel like usually in like any of Paul's letters, the prayers are like right at the beginning and then we like go on to the content and this is like right in the middle that he just stops and prays, and I think, as you guys kind of said it it's it's so convicting that he spends time and, and prays, but his first kind of lines of prayer are aligning with god and how often yeah i totally agree i don't do that either and that's so convicting to really recognize yeah prayer is important and it's 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 vital to our lives but yet like oh man i don't often really think about the words that i'm saying and how i'm Mm. connecting with god so yeah that's that's cool yeah
0: well thank you so much for uh taking some time to talk with us today yeah and uh it's great hearing from both of you
3: same likewise as it is
0: unto you may it also be unto you <laughs> oh
1: and many blessings to you and yours <laughs>
2: peace and blessings to you well, and your family hopefully we'll see you
0: guys soon and uh, when we do uh, we'll say hello how's that <laughs>
1: how's
0: can't that? wait to say hello <laughs> say hello you. and I'll say goodbye that would be really rude honestly alright guys <laughs> All right, will uh, we'll right. talk to you soon thanks
1: guys All right, Bye, guys. Bye-bye. bye all right. Well, thank you for joining us for another week of the Fullerton Free Podcast. So fun to talk to both Cody and Becca Stavert. And we hope that you and your family are finding unique ways to connect with God. If you have any tips and tricks on how to do church in this season, let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear. Uh, in the meantime, tune in on Sundays, 919, 1111. We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye.